you so much for being patient. We, uh, StreamYard is a little, uh, it, it was acting up for us. So anyway, we have Kelly with us and Christina. Welcome, Hello. ladies. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, in the comments, let us know if you can hear us okay and see us okay. Um, I don't know what uh, what was going on, but who knows? <laughs> we got Emily in the comments. We got Ashley, Kolbeski Designs, Mario, Skills, Seven, Ashley Schmidt. Ashley's awesome. I met her a couple times. Um, Sharon, Laura, all kinds of people. Ian, thank you guys all for being here. Thank you so much, and thank you for being patient. Technology, gotta love it. I know, so weird. I don't. We we have, luckily I've not had problems before, so hopefully this is just some kind of weird glitch. But okay. anyway, we're so happy to have you back, and thank you to Janice for recommending that we uh, have you back on the show. I doubt Janice is on because it's like one in the morning her time. But if you're here, Janice, hi. <laughs> She's in the UK, so it's uh, a little late there right now. Um, but anyway, we had Kelly on as like one of our first guests. We talked all about keywords on that show. So definitely check that out if you um, haven't seen it. Maybe I'll link it in the description at some point too. Um, but today we're going to be talking about KDP and talking about common mistakes that Kelly has seen. There's been quite a few, right? I don't know about <laughs> quite a few, but I'm just going to apologize if I start ranting. I'm really not trying to. I just, when I was making the notes earlier today, I just, I wanted to get the best ones possible, especially to help you know people going into Q4. You know what's hilarious is Kelly was the first person to drop an F-bomb on this show. And she, <laughs> might, she might be the only one. I don't know if anybody really? else has done one since then. So I feel like this will be the second F-bomb dropped by Kelly again on this show. I I don't cuss on my <laughs> channel. So And Christina, I can see you now and hear you. Yay! Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, we had a problem where she could not hear us, and then she could. Anyway, whatever. We're all here. We made it. Um, so I'm so glad you can see Christina. Uh, so yeah, so this will be an interesting show. It'll be great. Kelly is amazing. Uh, for any of you that don't know, she's got an awesome YouTube channel. She's got. Um, all kinds of stuff. She's got a blog. So I was talking to Laura. Laura wrote this great post about blogs. And I was saying, like, I've been thinking about writing a blog. And now everywhere I'm seeing blogs. I'm like, I didn't know Kelly had a blog. So I put the blog in the description. But now I've been like reading all of Kelly's blog. And I'm not a writer at all. But when I had Yong redo my website, he's like, you need a blog. I'm like, I don't write. He's like, it doesn't matter. You need a blog. I was like, okay. <laughs> First of all, I had no idea Yang did your website. That's amazing. How yes. Yang, first of all, how have you never told me that you do websites at all of the meetups that you've gone to? <laughs> exactly. I need to check out I need to check out the website. Yeah, oh, check him her out. I know he's amazing. Quite, he's so quite Yang, busy right now, but yeah, um oh, I'm yeah, sure I, he would love it. I feel so bad for him. He has to do the uh, jury duty. And guys, it's an ongoing joke. He always says he goes to the meetups, but he lives in California and it's just too far. So he doesn't actually go. So. <laughs> but anyway, he wants to be there. He's there in spirit. Yes. 
Um, but that's amazing. I had no idea that he helped you with your website. That's awesome. Yes. And he did a great job and you did a great job. I love your blog post. It really is helping me like, okay, like it's not that hard. I can do it. Just like you said, like, don't overthink it. Just, just do it. We've had so many great guests on the show. It's like, I really want to just add that blog post in there to help, um, help people know about the show and I just take my show notes from my lives every Tuesday and that afternoon I just take the link to the replay like mm -hmm. write the show notes it takes me 10 minutes tops yeah so yeah so that was great. thank you you already taught me so much but that was really helpful this week to be like oh let me read Kelly's blog and get ideas for doing a blog so <laughs> thank you for that you're welcome now, Kelly, I, I have a quick question. I don't want to get too off topic, but do you still do the video vlog, the vlog? I don't. I stopped okay. that um, okay. earlier in the year. I would love to start doing it, but I just felt like I had so much on my plate. Um, but it was so much fun. Yeah, that's it. I was following that initially because you were still doing it, I think, when we did the meetup earlier this year. So I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think you you must have stopped shortly after that. So I got sick and then I was like, I just never got back into the swing of things. I'm trying trying to be consistent on Instagram and stories. So I'm kind of treating that like my little vlog. So Okay, cool. We'll have to follow you there then. Cool. Really quick background. One of our first, my, basically the first meetup we ever had. It was technically the second one, but we'll just call it the first one. But it was, um, I I had posted in Merge Money Group that I was going to be going to Nashville. And I was like, does anybody live from Virginia to Nashville? Because I could stop and do a meetup anywhere along there. And uh, nobody said anything. Like literally there was like no comments on that post. I think there was maybe like one like or something. And then like a couple weeks later, you messaged me and you're like, aren't you going to be near Columbus soon? And I'm like, <laughs> am I? I don't know. <laughs> and so then that's how we started the, uh, the, that first meetup in Columbus. And that's the meetup that I met um, Christina. Cause I looked at the map and I'm like, it's only like an extra hour out of the way. Like it was, it was kind of <laughs> like, you just do like an arch back to Virginia. It was fine. Yeah. Um, so that was such a fun meetup. We had such a good time. So, and then, and then we did another meetup the next year. Mm -hmm. so. May 4th. It's yes. been like five, six months by now. Five I know. And it wasn't quite a year later. So we can kind of like shorten the years and do another one. It'll be like the, yeah. third, <laughs> the third year, even though it's only been two years. Um, but yeah, I, I love going to Columbus. I've done meetups in all different cities and Columbus is like the, my favorite one so far. It's just some well, as most, long as you most can get past, entrepreneurs. Awesome. As long as you can get past the construction, um, you're good. <laughs> we love having you. <laughs> I live in Northern Virginia, like not that far from DC and it's one of the worst areas in the country for traffic. It's just all the time bad. Like it doesn't matter. It could be three in the morning. It could be a Sunday at noon. Like it doesn't matter. It's backed up traffic all the time. Okay. Well, Columbus is like country then to you. So oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the only place worse is like maybe California, but I don't think it's as bad. Like I think that whatever is the really bad city in, I forget which one, LA maybe it's LA. Oh, driving in LA. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's I awful. think, I think LA might be worse than DC, but I think it's close. Like DC is really bad yeah so um but anyway so long story short kdp yes. <laughs> let's, get, let's get back to kdp you have been 
you led the charge with uh, low content books. And um, so we really appreciate your channel and how much you've helped the whole community with learning about KDP and create space before that. So uh, where do you want to start? Wherever you want to start. How did, how did you get started with KDP actually? Okay. I got started with KDP. I used to do Kindle eBooks and I was like, I, like I told you, I don't like writing. So I hired out ghostwriters. Managing people is not my most favorite thing to do either. So I got kind of sick of that. And then I found a webinar by Dave Cozio. I don't know if y'all are familiar with him. I know him. Yeah. Okay. He, was, he did FBA. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was about either no content or low content books or combining something like that. He probably learned it from Cody Hawk and Steve Rakin. They did FBA and then they got into this like, oh, let's write eBooks. And Dave Cozil was like, did everything Cody Hawk did. I think I'm pretty sure. It was yeah, Cody I don't think yeah. they did the no low content. I don't know where Dave heard of those books from. But that's okay. where I heard it from was from Dave. Okay. And he talked about it. And I was very interested. But I still did my research for like a couple months. Like, okay, is this too good to be true? What's this all about? What do I need to get started? I was broke when I started. I couldn't even, yeah. I could barely afford rent. So I couldn't afford a course. So I just had to use YouTube. And yeah. probably two, three months later, I published one. I enjoyed the research. I have no design background whatsoever. I went to school for political science. So I just published some, got some semi-decent success, got bored with the uploading process, so I stopped for a while. And then around quarter four of 2016, my husband Dale started publishing them, and he had some success. And I'm like, huh, he's making money. I need money. I think I can get, I think I can get over this whole boredom stuff. So that's what I did. I went all in, had some mediocre success. And I was like, okay, 2017, let's do more of them. And then um, December of 2017 is when I hit the, like, oh my gosh, I had a goal to make $10,000 from CreateSpace, KDP, and merch. And I over doubled that. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. So I kept on going. And the following December had about the same success. And now I'm here. That's the short story of it. I love it. It's just sometimes you just got to take a chance and be like, all right, I'm doing this thing. Let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, so I was like, why not? I, I like the money. I like eating more than just ramen noodles, beans, and rice. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Motivation right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so tell us about like. You've, so you heard about it from Dave Kazil. First of all, have you talked? Have you seen him in a long time? I used to hear all about him year, for years, and then he disappeared. Yeah, uh, he stopped like his YouTube channel. Everything just got out of the space. I believe he went back to work. Um, he might be doing Shopify. I don't want to put too many rumors out there if it's not yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I was but just I curious. I'm like, I would love to meet him. He he was one of the people that I followed before I actually knew that you could like meet the people like yeah. in person, like how I met you and I met everybody. So Dave is someone I never actually met in person, but I ended up meeting Steve and. Co Actually, Cody, I didn't technically meet. I, I like passed him at ASD, but it was like we didn't really talk that much. So, um, yeah, he was a yeah. really good person. I, I had a video chat with him. We masterminded once. I think he had really good intentions, just got burnt out. Yeah. 
And I would say that to his face too, or maybe he's watching. I doubt it, but yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just the story with everyone. Like, and everybody yeah. changes too. So he might be in like a, just a different space that I haven't seen him right now. Because yep. you know, I did FBA, now I'm doing merch, so it, it happens where people kind of switch. But Absolutely. so anyway, well, I'm happy that you found out about it from him. And so, how did you start? Did you start with line notebooks, or what did you start with? It started with line notebooks and also blank notebooks. Um, okay. And I just. I find stuff funny. I like being creative and find funny stuff. So that's the niche I started with and just started seeing sales. And if I saw sales on one niche, I would try to publish something similar. And it was a lot of trial and error, a yeah. lot of trial and error. So, um, but I had the whole knowledge from eBooks, you know, the eBooks that I published, I also did paperbacks. So it wasn't learning the platforms. It was just learning the process of this kind of new product that I was doing. Cool. Well, um, so what made you, well, well, I know we're supposed to be talking about comments mystic, so I won't ask too many more questions, but <laughs> what, made, what made you go into like doing YouTube and doing all of that? Um, that's or a like, good when question. did that start? Was that like after you had had success, like after that December two, uh, 20K thing? It was, I started my YouTube a couple weeks after I was on your show or before I was on your show the first time. <gasps> you didn't have a YouTube channel yet when you were on our show? Oh my I can't, God. It was around the same time. Did we discover you? Oh my <laughs> gosh, we discovered <laughs> Because um, I started like April of 2018, my channel. Okay. So it was around the time. So uh, I'll let we, you discovered we, me. I'll let you. I'll let we, you have that. We started merch money April 2018. We, okay. We so it's around the same time. time. You were one of our very first guests. So it yeah. was probably like you probably had, had the channel for like two, three weeks. Like yeah, that. I mean, it was interesting because Dale, my husband, was doing YouTube for maybe a year to year and a half prior. Mm -hmm. I actually went to Vid Summit in 2017, which is a video conference, yeah. had no YouTube channel. Yeah. They were like speaking <laughs> Greek to me. Yeah. And I, I won a really cool prize, but I didn't even have a channel at the time. So oh my gosh. Um, just seemed kind That's of how fun. That's how fast things change. It's like like people see see me on YouTube and they're like, oh, you must have been doing this forever. I mean, April 2018, it was just like one of those like spur of the moment things like, okay, I gotta just do this. It, it came from going to a conference in February, the unconference, talking about merch because I was so excited about it. And everybody started asking me like, oh, well, where's your channel? Can I join your Facebook group? And I was like, what in the world? Like, it, it was such a strange concept to me that someone would think I had a group that it was such a strange concept that I was like, should I have a group? <laughs> like it really like was just, it's, it's really funny about it. Yeah. Cause looking back, I actually did some live shows on Dale's channel for at least six months prior. So I was getting mm -hmm. experience on camera. So mm -hmm. On his live show, I kind of opened my big mouth and said how much I made December of 2017. Oh, and then okay. I was, you know, getting comments. I was like, well, do you have a course? I'm like, should I have a course? Yeah. And so it, it, I don't really even think about it now because it just seems so natural. But um, it just kind of happened. Yep. Same with me. It just it, like somebody putting that idea in my head, like, well, should I have one? And then it was a combination of that and a combination of like, 
a few people posting just like frustrated because there were so few women that, that did just YouTube channels in general, but especially about merch or about FBA. And there was like so few at conferences and things like that. And I was just like, I kept waiting for someone else. I'm like, yeah, that's so right. Like, why don't women start YouTube channels? And then I was like, oh. It's like, so funny how everything works. Yeah, with you two, whether yeah. it's merch, KDP, everything happens at the right time. And if, yeah. you know, if you have to take a break, just take a break and start yeah. some, you know, start back up and it'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. And I finally just started it. And like you said, how you had some camera experience, I did not. So I was like, I had zero clue how to do it. And and all these people started saying yes. So I was expecting like everyone to tell me no, and maybe I could get one person. I was trying to get one person accidentally got seven <laughs> to say yes. And luckily two people dropped out, but it was still five of us. And I was like, Oh my God, I've never even heard of a YouTube channel with five people. It was crazy. It's all good. Um, your, your first video is your worst one. I cringe at the thought of my first yeah. I don't know, 20, 30 videos. I'm like, oh, but mine it's was all good. so bad that like luckily we did a private one before the first one. I remember but that the, story. Yeah, it was cr oh my gosh, so bad. For anybody who hadn't heard the story, like literally I had advertisements going across my face. I used this like web app thing for your phone, which is I don't even know where I got that idea. But anyway, it was a bad idea. So <laughs> anyway, figured it out for the next show and yeah. been going ever since. But, but for me. Right. Kelly is like the mother of KDP. Like I think I literally like when I think, cause it was create space and she is the one that that's where I heard about it. I didn't hear, I had never heard anybody else talking about it. So Kelly is the mother of create oh, space. Thank slash you. That's so kind yeah. of you to say. Yes. Yes, I think true. a lot of people think that like you definitely just came up strong and like everybody like thinks that you're the, the one who started KDP, which in some ways is true. Like <laughs> I, you're the one who, who spoke about it enough to really get everyone hearing about it. Like exactly. I had heard about it before that from um, Catherine Shelton. Um, okay. A few, other, a few other people. Um, I had actually heard about it way back in 2014. Catherine Shelton was already talking about coloring books and all this stuff. And I just didn't take action on it. I was doing FBA packing boxes and I was listening to her lives talking about coloring books and listening to her talk about Sasha who created that coloring book. That's still like top. I don't know what oh, yeah. it hit like number one back then of like all books. She became a millionaire from this, from this coloring book. And uh, so I was there through that whole thing. Even hearing that story, I didn't make a coloring book. I'm like, what in the world, Helen? Anyway, I, I just wow. stuck with FBA uh, and eventually did merge. But uh, yeah, so, but anyway, you, you're you definitely, most people, anytime they hear KDP, they immediately think Kelly. Oh, so, that's so nice. Thank you. Yeah. So you've had a lot of experience on KDP. Tell us mistakes. What what do people do wrong? What are What are some common things you see? Again, if you're just joining, I'm sorry if this ends up being a rant. I'm going to try not to. <laughs> um, I have three things, but some of the things have like sub things under it. So, um, and this is in no particular order. Um, number one, going in all in on KDP just to get thousands of books up. Just because you have thousands of books up does not mean you're gonna make thousands of dollars. Learn the skills and the process is the whole thing to fix the mistake because Amazon lets us play in their sandbox. 
we have a golden opportunity to make money, but what if they take away your sandbox or take away your spot in the sandbox? At least you would have these skills to take to Etsy or Barnes and Noble or designing in general. So that is one of the big mistakes I see. Good advice. And guys, I'm so sorry, I have not been paying attention to the comments. I I thought that I was at the bottom of the comments and my, I wasn't, so I missed so many. (laughs) But anyway, hi, Dale. Hi, everybody that's joined since the last time I said. Um, Thank you guys all for being here. But yeah, that's a common, that's a common thing because it's the same with merch. Like, you know, I'm guilty of it too. Like just putting up lots of designs and everything. Um, I mean, it it can help, but at the same time, it's like you really want to be learning like, like doing research on a niche, really paying attention to what you're doing, doing the research. So what do you recommend instead of just uploading tons of designs? What is the, the proper way to do it? Like I said, learn the skills, learn the process. And when you're designing something, think of the end customer. Like I used this example in my lives before. Say you want to make a guest book for a 13-year-old's birthday. Don't put a background that has to do with someone who's probably 30 or, you know, just be mindful of the design. Take your time um, and just make quality products. Yes, if you make a lot of good products, yes, you're probably going to make a lot of money. But just don't think that you have to do 100 to 200 a day. One of my friends um, who people probably know, Rachel Harrison's son, had less than 800 books, I want to say, and she made six figures. So you don't don't know. I have no idea how many books Sasha has up, but I know she made, I'm pretty sure, over a million dollars from one coloring book. So I don't know how much else she put up, but it, you you can make a lot from one book. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and number two I had is kind of going back to number one, tons of different covers for the same title. Going back to the 13-year-old birthday's guest book, you do not need to have 50 to 100 covers for that one niche. I'm waiting for the like bleep out button to like censor you. I'm like, here it's coming. It's coming. No, I'm going to watch my mouth. I'm a different, I'm a different Kelly published now than you come before. <laughs> I, I monetized on YouTube now. I have to be mindful oh, that's of my true. mouth. We are too. Oh so, my gosh. So Kelly and Dale were trying to help me. Like I could not get this channel monetized to save my life. And it'd be like, it, I, it took a long time. Anyway, eventually Brianna helped and. Christina helped and we got it now. Anyway, go ahead. Um, (laughs) Or don't think you're Walmart and think you need every single color of the rainbow if you want to publish like a notebook or a music book or whatever it might be. Don't think you have to do every single cover. And also there's been studies. I know I read some book. I forget the title. If a customer has too many options, the chances of them clicking away and buying nothing goes up dramatically. I know me. When I shop on Amazon, I get freaking overwhelmed. I'm like, I'll, I'll just go to the store down the street and pick out what I want. It'll save me time in the long run. So just keep that in mind too. More is not always better. Yes. Yes. Very good point. So, Christina, do you have any questions for Kelly before I dive into the next one? Tell us. So, you know, so when people are inclined to do that, um, they've got a general notebook of, of how, how should they go about narrowing that down? 
so that they're not, you know, overwhelming the customer? How do they choose which one to go with? In your, in your opinion. In my opinion, when I go out for a new niche, I try to do two to three tops just to test the niche and see how it goes. If it sells immediately, I'm like, okay, I need to put one or two more books in that niche. But there's so many different topics out there. And in my opinion, also, it is quite boring to upload all (laughs) these books. You can enjoy yourself a heck of a lot more by having a variety or spending more time on the interiors. So to answer your question, I say test two to three to start and then based on sales. And there's no cut and dry number. You know, I don't say, okay, if I sell one book within seven days, I'm going to do one more book. If I sell one book in 30 days, I'm going to do one more in the next night. No, I just kind of look at the report and go on my instincts. Perfect. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's, I think you find people in either one, you know, one party or the other, whether um, they go for quantity and volume, hoping that they'll just make something off of something. And then there are people who focus on quality. And I'm kind of with Kelly, I would much rather like spend, you know, an hour on, on one than just, you know, uploading whatever so i feel like yeah the payoff is there's more of a payoff absolutely and things have changed you know when i first started this business i was doing maybe 40 to 50 a day but there was a heck of a lot less people in the game back then now Mm -hmm. there's so much more competition and it's just so many books out there i just personally think it's a waste of time to spend your hard-earned minutes and hours doing that over and over. I have to show Dale's comment. Hey, Dale. (laughs) He has to be quiet. Poor Dale. He's like sitting over there somewhere by Kelly being quiet. Thank you for being quiet, Dale. Yeah, he's over across the room. (laughs) We'll probably see an appearance from Dale and an appearance from your cat at some point. She's uh, sleeping down there. She's sometimes up here. I know. I, I love it when she gets up there. Now, wow. Kelly, do you do you create all of your own covers and interiors, or are there places that you like to buy from, or resources you use for covers? I do create my own. I like being creative. For the interiors, I would say eighty percent of them I create on my own. The other twenty percent comes from templates. I don't upload templates as is. I will make some changes to it before okay. um, uploading because I just I want to stand out. And I really think, I, I mean, Amazon's Amazon. They'll do whatever they want. But if so many people upload the exact same material over and over again, yeah. we might get into some problems. So that's why I like to change it up. Yep, that's a very good point. And just to stand out, just be different and to make it a little more towards your niche or towards whatever you're like. Sometimes you want to customize it and add like, I don't know, something, a little picture of whatever the niche is or something. Right. And also (laughs) just think of the customer, you know, for some reason, if they were buying two books and they thought they were different, but they get them and they're the same, that'd be, that'd be kind of challenging too. Yeah. Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? Or have you heard of that happening? 
I, I've heard of people doing that with coloring books, but oh, I've never. Oh, there we go, people. <laughs> <laughs> like two minutes after you asked about the cat, she started talking. Oh, <laughs> she <did>. her. <laughs> What's the cat's name again? Izzy. Izzy. Hi, Izzy. Hi, Dale. <laughs> I've been to that apartment twice. <laughs> yes. She's like our little kid. We've had to take her to the vet recently and spent, thank goodness we don't have children because, ooh, those bills were getting crazy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yes. So, so now, are you ready for number three or did you have more questions? Oh, I have one more. Well, no, okay, go, go, go for go it. Number three. Oh, okay. Um, do you have any plans of um, bringing your over the shoulder video out of retirement? Oh, <laughs> I like that Funny question. you say something because not that exact one, but I am working on something new. Okay. I awesome. still will be having my course absolutely retired because it's one of my first videos. And the thought of looking at that again makes me want, ugh. I got so, it. I love that video. It was eye-opening for me. Which one it was like it? was it the bought, course or which one? It was like a the over the shoulder. Um, it was like about an hour long. Um, okay. That's yeah. the one I have. Um, no, I'm not gonna bring that one out. And also because things have changed. I wouldn't that's feel true. right, you know, having something for sale when it's not completely up to date. But I've True. been to a couple conferences recently and had, I have one awesome project that should be out in a couple weeks that have just made me realize that, yeah, my YouTube channel is great, but I know if I provide another resource for people, that'll help even more. Awesome. And I'll do it in a little bit different way so it won't seem as rigid and structured, but it'll still give people a good resource. That's awesome. Okay, cool. Because we, we had somebody ask about uh, a good how-to for someone who has yet to publish a single title. So it sounds like maybe that might be a good one. And I have not announced that on my channel. So this is a first. I don't have a date yet because I am going to a conference next week. I do want to get it out as Which soon as possible. Which conference are you going to? Vid Summit. Oh, that's right. Oh, we talked about this. I was, yeah. We're going to Econ Chicago. Oh, okay. I, I do want to go to Vid Summit at some point. That sounds really fun. It's a lot of information about YouTube, but I <laughs> I would love for you to join us one year. It'd be fun. Yeah. I'm excited. It, where is it? LA or? Los Angeles, right okay. near the airport. Oh, that sounds nice. Yes. All right, Christina, we got to think about it. I think it'd be fun. Yeah, Good. well, we've, we've got a YouTube channel. That's a reason to go. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> and by then, we'll have millions and millions of subscribers. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> we have Kelly back on. Kelly's going to bring all the subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please subscribe, guys. Yeah. We almost always forget to say to subscribe and like the show. So, guys, subscribe and like the show. And make yes. sure to <laughs> smash that like button if you like the content. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Please. We need so, to, can we like take that right there, that clip and just do like a, a little commercial of you saying that and we'll just play time. that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's been a few people like that where I'm like, okay, I gotta just clip that and like have it I automatically. I love the, she did the thumb just right. So. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. So you're, you're number three. We keep interrupting you. It's okay. 
Overthinking. Overthinking. Oh my goodness. I get asked a lot, what niche or niche should I do? What size works best? And then I also hear, I'm thinking about, well, if you're thinking about it, just freaking do it, right? But niches, there is so much out there. Just pick one. And sizes, what might work for me might not work for you and vice versa. Couple stories. I've mentioned Rachel before. Her and I have known each other for a few years because we used to mastermind together. What worked for me, I've made a lot of my money on blank line journals. Did not work for her. What worked for her, which I'm going to keep a secret, did not work for me at all. And then story number two, a lot of my niche research I do through um, one and two star reviews. And I oh. found this niche that was doing really well. But I was like, okay, let me look at the reviews. A lot of the one and two stars was like, I really like this product, but I wish it was a portable one, like six by nine versus eight and a half by 11. There were no six by nines of this product at the time. So what did I do? I made a six by nine. If I would have asked in a group what size works best in this niche, they would have said eight and a half by 11 and I would have missed the opportunity for, you know, a portable size. So, I mean, moral of the story, just try it. We have an opportunity to upload something for nothing. Just become familiar with the terms of service. Do not do, you know, hate messages on it or anything against the terms of service. But when it comes to what niche, what size, stuff like that, just try it. Yes, that is, and, I feel like we should play that whole entire thing again because that is so important. I love what you said about like if you had asked in a group, they would have told you all eight and a half by 11. And yeah. they're trying to help you. Like that's what they literally do. So you always want to like tell people what you're actually doing. You don't want to preach something you're not doing. So right. they would have said eight and a half by 11. That's what they're doing. It's working for them. But you would have missed the boat. Like, okay, well, if they're all doing that, maybe I should try something different. <laughs> right, exactly. So. You might miss an opportunity to have an awesome product that get you a lot of money and hasn't been done yet. So, and the last thing I said, I'll just reiterate, if you're thinking about it, just do it. Oh, and another one that's not in my notes. If you have to say in a group or anywhere, will Amazon do this? Don't ask that, just message <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> okay, this all is probably applicable to merch too. Yeah. It's definitely applicable. We don't work at merch. Yes. <laughs> I mean, and if you want to put a message in there, that's great. But you can't get mad at the people that give an opinion. We don't have the final say. So yeah, no, we don't. those I, are I my three it. common mistakes. And again, I apologize for the rants. But yes, I hope that provided some value to everybody. Oh, I really did. Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. I love that. That story told because that is so important like look at the reviews look at what people are asking for because they're literally telling you <laughs> yeah. what they want so look at those negative reviews look at all the reviews because there's all little tips in there or how people are using the journal like i'm sure they say like a different purpose for it that wasn't really the intended person's purpose so that could give you an idea for a different journal there's a lot of information in the reviews. Yeah. And I don't even look at like five stars because I store typically um, from high to low, but I always scroll down to like the 
two yeah, and yeah. ones. Really so yeah. I'm sure even the five stars could give you some positive feedback as well. Yeah, because um, yeah, this is a long-term business. Yeah, there's some short-term money to get, but it's not, it's simple, but it's not easy. So simple but not easy that is so true because i was we just had like a little uh video before this video with with all the people doing the etsy 30 day challenge in our little group and we were talking about that where it's like um oh my gosh i just lost my train of thought <laughs> oh about how so many people give up too easily so it is simple and it is easy but it takes dedication it takes persistence it takes like you know usually the first shirt you upload or the shirt first book it may not sell or it'll take a while to sell right. so it takes some um determination to really get the ball rolling and really start seeing results and sales and everything and oh, so yeah. many people give up after like the number that that uh, one person said was uh 10. a lot of people give up after 10 uploads wow yeah. i mean if it's not for you it's not for you i always preach that if you don't enjoy low, no content, don't do it. There's so many other things you can do online to make money. If you're getting into this business, well, I kind of did because the money was coming in nicely. Make sure you enjoy it. I mean, that's, I mean, if you need the money badly and you can do it short term and get through the hard stuff like uploading when it's boring, cool. But there's so much to do out there online. Find something you like. Yeah, it's one of those things where when you start talking to entrepreneurs, most people are just like, there's too many ideas. <laughs> they just want to do them all. Yeah. But there's I mean, so many things. There's and you don't have to do this forever. I mean, I do like more low content now. I'm starting to do like a small side hustle. And I mean, get the KDP established, have it be a consistent income, and then go to another interest if you want to. There's so much you yeah. can do. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, you have any questions in the comments? I am not keeping up very well, but let us know. What, we got Kelly here. We got to take advantage of this. Ask her anything. Um, somebody asked, let's see here. Luxury card store asked, uh, Kelly, have you gotten into kids low content books yet? I've only researched. I have not published one yet. I okay. just really, I mean, I've known about kids books for a while, but I just heard about it again recently. And so that made me do some research, but. Oh, are you gonna do one? That would be great. I have this habit of researching and just researching. So. Oh, <laughs> right when you were, pre let's rewind the tape. There was like yeah. 20 minutes ago where you're like, just do it. Do it. Yes. <laughs> I heard that out of your mouth 20 minutes ago. But someone wanted a behind the shoulder video too. And I'm only one person. So. This is true. Nice save, nice save. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way where it's like, you know, I, I'm good at taking action on certain things. And then sometimes if it's just like a little bit too outside of what I'm doing, I'm like, okay, I can't do that right now. Which is good and bad. It's like, you know, so you don't want to dilute yourself too far. But at the same time, it's like, just do it. It's not as hard as you think it's going to be. Like, just do it. <laughs> I love the researching part the most. Yeah. So, so many rabbit holes all day long. Yeah. Yes. Like six. And I'm like, oh boy, time to eat dinner. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, that's good that you like research. research. Research is so important for all these different things we talk about. So, merch, uh, Etsy, whatever you're doing, Shopify, any of it, KDP, you got to research. Um, yeah, for sure. 
I, I just got to do it too. I got to eat I my know. own word. Yes. <laughs> Way to go, Helen. Just sorry, Kelly. Sorry. Right just her face. That's okay. Stuff. That's okay. You can do the same thing to me. Like uh, Chris Green was on the show the other week, day and he's like, why haven't you written a book yet? Why haven't you done this yet? Why are you doing this wrong? And I'm like, oh, well. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Not perfect yet. <laughs> Um, any any tips that you can give our viewers on keywords and, you know, where where's, in your opinion, as far as the Amazon algorithm, where, where are the most important keywords? Where should they go? It's so tough because I really think the subtitle has a big um, significance in search, but... KDP doesn't always abide by what they say. Because when KDP first started, when CreateSpace was still there, you had to put your subtitle on the cover. And yeah. like, okay, that's an extra step. And then you didn't have to. And then when the merge happened, you couldn't put like gift in the subtitle. I, on CreateSpace, I used gift on every single thing. And that worked to my advantage. And now it seems like they're becoming a little bit more lax. So if you're able to put some keywords in the subtitle without making looking at like it's too spammy, I would say do that. As far as in the seven keyword slots, Amazon says specifically, think of what the buyer would. If the buyer searches, if the buyer's looking for a history book, they're not just gonna say book history, or most of the time they probably won't. They'll yeah. say history book. So put it in sequential order than what the customer wants. I know some people try to put as many different words into the seven boxes as possible. I personally don't do that, um, but I do have, I use short phrases that might be like three, four or five words. Okay. So oh. I hope that helps. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see. How do you get the KDP mock-up pictures on your journal? The ones with the Mac and Apple phone. Uh, I'm not sure what you mean. I'm not either. I, was, <laughs> I read that question. I didn't read I the whole. Like, I didn't read the whole question. I just was reading KDP mock-up. I'm like, oh, it's about mock-up. Do you they, do any KDP mock-ups anywhere? I guess you I don't have to. Um, if they're talking about additional pictures, I don't know how to do that. That's still a mystery to me. <laughs> Uh, the whole iPhone and stuff kind of stumped me, though. So I don't know if I yeah. answered the question. Yeah. Sorry, you got to ask the question and get a different way and see if we can understand. Yeah. Um, it might be like doing mock-ups for like advertisements somewhere, like Pinterest or something. You do mock-ups. I don't know if that's uh, what they need. Yeah. Or yeah. something else. But So speaking of which, how do you market your books or do you? Or do you just rely on organic traffic? I probably rely 95 to 98% on organic traffic. The other few percent, I started doing Amazon ads. The reason I don't do it a lot is because I don't see a good return on my time from it. I, you know, might spend $2 to make 10 or something like that. In my mind, I'd rather just devote a small amount of time on Amazon ads and focus the rest of my time on putting up more books or behind the shoulder or kids books or putting my research to good use. So yeah, exactly. there you go. Perfect. Um, 
So you don't do anything. Do you, do you think that at some point in time you will do more advertising? Like, uh, I don't know, Facebook or Pinterest or Twitter. Only, um, only if I do like a personal brand, I could see okay. myself doing that. Or if I do, cause I have a three-year-old twin nephews, so mm -hmm. I could see myself doing maybe a kid's brand. Um, if that's the case, I would definitely do social for that. But beyond that, probably not. Yeah. Okay. So that's a good point. So I was talking about that earlier today too, about building a brand. Cause I've kind of dragged my feet on that whole process of building a brand because it's like, uh, I have like, I love merch money and I love, uh, print on demand, but not, like, it's hard for me to start, like spend enough time devoted to a brand because I feel like merch money is my brand, but I don't know. I have a hard time dedicating myself to another brand. So is, do you find yourself feeling the same way? Is that why you mostly focus on KDP? Or do you find yourself like really excited about starting a brand? Um, I've mainly focused on KDP because I thought from reading all the, cause I'm big in reading books and self-development and stuff. Okay. And like, I've read like the one thing I'm looking at my bookshelf. Uh, yeah. The one thing is one of yeah. my big ones. I yeah. thought, you know, that was, yeah, I thought that was like the way that you're supposed to go, you know, focus on one thing to like make it big in business or whatever. And that's why I focused on KDP for so long. But now I'm of the mindset of maybe do a few different things because that's really not our brand. That's Amazon's brand. Right. So, right. um, but as far as branding my books, I've just enjoyed the design more. When I first started, I forget if this was before my big quarter four or after. I was just thinking to myself, because so many people are like, well, do you have an email list? You need to start an email list. Send yep. out emails. And I thought to myself, I'm like, why in the heck do I have to do emails? I own this business. Why can't I just design? So <laughs> yeah, that's why I decided to do is just design. And it just hasn't really come up. I guess my brand is just Kelly Publish. And I just design things that's not really known brands. Because yeah. I don't yeah. share my pen names with most people. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of um, am right along the same thought process as you. Like, I also read that book. I also read lots of self-development books. And I think for me, I really did need to dedicate, like, a year to just focusing on merch. Because I think you you really need to go through that process of, like, okay, what's print on demand? Like, how do I design? How do I do that? Like, you need to learn something. And it can be overwhelming if you're doing so many different things. But I think at a certain point in time, it's like, okay, you you know how to do print on demand. So now it's right. like, okay, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to start expanding and adding more sources of income. Because like he said the one thing, but then there's a lot of other people that are like, oh, well, you need to have seven sources of income or something right. like that. Like even somebody like, um, I don't know, Warren Buffett or something like he, he focuses on stocks, but at the same time, it's not just that it's like, he has several streams of income. Plus he like really influences those businesses. Like he's on the board and does, it's not just one little thing. It's like, he does a lot of different things. Right. Um, and I think, I think the one thing like that book is really good, but I think like you, it can be a little misleading because it's like makes you feel like you can only have one source of income. And that's not really the point. The point is like focus, but even Keller Williams, he, he did Keller Williams, right? Like even Keller Williams has more than one source of income. Like I think they have uh, like insurance agents and, and financial advisors. Like there's more than one thing even within Keller Williams. So um, it's not just one, one thing. 
Well, when I was only doing KDP, I was kind of doing merch on the side. So I kind of cheated. I felt like my one thing was like print on demand. You're like, let uh, me be quiet. I'm, I'm doing two things by accident. <laughs> but I felt like it was kind of yeah. similar because I could yeah, design, yeah. you know, design it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, because I, I didn't even want to do that. I was like, no, I'm just going to do merch. But then now it's like, okay, now I have the Etsy store. I have KDP. I have Redbubble and all those platforms from Orbit Kit. So I have like now expanded. Um, but I think at some, I mean, like that'll probably last for like a year or two. But now I'm also doing YouTube and the merch money, Facebook and all that. But then at some point, I think you can add even more than that. Like you can, I can get back into real estate, like get a rental property. Like there's different things you can add where it's like, it's not really necessarily diluting your attention. It's just like you, you master one thing and then you move on. You just sort of add more things. Right. My side hustle is when I get back from LA is uh, back into reselling. Um, I've oh. always wanted to sell athletic clothes and used shoes. So oh, cool. I found a YouTuber. So I'm like, I could do my side hustle. I could just do it a couple hours a week and see what happens. Speaking of, of side hustles. So I did FBA from 2014 to 2018. It's now all, like we have literally two months left in this decade, by the way, guys. <laughs> That's really we're, crazy. We're <laughs> almost done with this decade. But anyway, like for like a year or so, however long since I guess it's almost two years. I don't know. Whatever it is. Oh, at least a year. I still have shelves like downstairs where I would like do some eBay stuff and I would do like, mostly I did FBA, but it had like boxes and poly bags and all kinds of stuff. It was like these like commercial shelves, like big shelves um, that I had gotten from, anyway, whatever. So I finally this weekend got rid of those shelves and I was like, oh, this is like a, <laughs> starting a new leaf. Like I've officially ended FBA. Wow. I think you just gotta do whatever works for you. I yeah. mean, just enjoy yourself for sure. Exactly. Yeah, and don't worry about what everybody else is doing because just like like we've been talking about, like I did just merch. Kelly did just KDP and merch for a while, and yeah. then now it's like we're thinking about maybe adding things. Like, don't feel like you have to do everything at once, but also don't feel like you have to focus on one thing. Like, whatever it is you want to do. Some people start with a million different things, and that's just what they like to do. Um, so like I did eBay full time before I did the whole ebook thing. I hated uh -huh. it doing it full time. So I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, let's see if I can stand it a few hours a week and go from there. It there is different because it's like, if you only have to do it a few hours, it's not so much pressure. Like you got to yeah. make a living off of this. It's more like, Oh, let me find something cool and list it. Yeah. Like it's, it's more just fun, like on the side. Um, and, and I feel like that's kind of what merch is turning into for me. Like before it was like a grind, like, okay, I gotta make sure I upload a certain amount and do this and this. Now it's just like, Oh, like, that's a cool idea. Let me upload this one shirt. Like I have days where I upload one shirt and it's like, <laughs> or no shirts. And, um, it's just becoming more like it's fun. And now I'm focusing on other things. So, um, I'm cool. the same way with merch now. I, yeah. I I went for like one or I know it's only one or two months. I I should have given it more time, but after two months, I'm like, I've been working my butt off for only an extra one to two hundred dollars a month. No, no, no. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No more of that. Yeah. So well anyway, I, I can't believe that hour is already gone. So <laughs> any more questions or anything? Yeah. yeah. We, yep, we we do have one here. Um, someone wants to know if you use any of the paid 
keyword research tools? And if so, which one uh, would you recommend? recommend for new and or seasoned KDP sellers? Um, I'm going to say two, kind of. Well, first of all, I use Publisher Rocket. That's not the kind of. It's. <laughs> I do not think that if you're broke and can't afford it, do not buy Publ Publisher Rocket. Um, if you're on a budget, I mean, don't buy it. It's $100. Probably thinking I'm crazy because I'm saying don't buy it. The only thing you should use it for is um, AMS. If you do the manual the manual instead of automatic, it helps you so much faster to get your keywords for advertising. Oh, okay. And then the second kind of, I used to use it when it was free, keywords everywhere. Yes, Starting we October first was paid. Yeah. Um, I did not spend any money for the paid, um, but on Google, if you search the word on the right hand side, it does say similar keywords now. That's just what I'm using. So I use that for when I do YouTube and my KDP. Okay. Yeah, I can't, I, we were literally just talking about that today or maybe yesterday or both. I don't know how, now it's paid. I was like, man. I don't think it's very much, but I'm just like, I wasn't, no. no That's I'm the good. problem with like when tools are free for so long, whenever they decide to like charge a fee somehow it just feels wrong where you're like no it was free for so long you know Amazon it gives be, us a lot of information side. so yeah. I mean there's a lot you can get just from drop downs that's what I use for most of my yeah. KDP journey and I still use that even though I have publisher rocket I still will just go into Amazon and just dig, dig. yep that's, that's the best way so best way yep, yep. Do you use any other paid tools for KDP at all? Paid? I have Photoshop. Okay. Um, trying to think. Isn't that great? Like, what kind of business can you, like, literally not have to pay anything for? Right. You can do it for free. Like, you don't have to pay anything. For you KDP, can use, yeah, you don't have to pay for anything really. You can use Canva, you could use GIMP, you could use, there's so many free like design tools out there. There's, uh, yeah, I don't even know yeah. All there's so many free ones. For KDP specific, I mean, I do have a business coach I spend on that, but for KDP, that's it. There's a couple things that are in the back of my mind that I want to buy, but I'm promising myself nothing new till 2020. So, okay, that's cool. Um, someone asked specifically about KDP wizard or any of the book bolt stuff. I don't use either. Right. Well, there you go. Like, yeah, you can definitely do this business. Same with March. You can do them for free. There's, yeah. there's lots of tools that help, but there's, you don't at all have to use them. Exactly. I um I just want to keep it simple. When I yeah. have too many programs, my mind just That's so true. <laughs> There's a lot of programs that I very rarely use and it's like, okay, I probably should just get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. Um but well this has been awesome. I'm so happy to talk to you again. I can't wait for the next Columbus meetup. We gotta plan one. <laughs> yeah. After, yeah. After the holidays, I'm thinking probably yeah, that would be that would be lovely. So um yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Definitely let me know next time you're in the D.C. area. We could always do a meetup then, too. You know, my mother is no longer in Virginia. So <gasps> that chances of me 
<laughs> when was it? <laughs> she lives in Florida now. So, I mean, you can oh, meet us okay. down there. Yeah, before Kelly had said that her mom lived here, so we thought that there'd be chances she'd come to meet up here too, but. She uh, moved like with a month notice. So it was very I was gonna fast. say, I'm like, it was not that long ago that I was talking to you about coming here. <laughs> it, it was about a month. She texted me, it was like, hey, we're moving to Florida next. Okay. <laughs> well, good for her. She'll love it. What part of Florida? Um, it's near Tampa, like an hour north of Tampa. Love it. I loved Tampa. Oh my gosh. I loved it so much. I lived there for a little while. Yeah. Oh, I love Florida. Yeah, Minus Florida. the hurricane. Florida is amazing. Yeah. Mine is a, I luckily was never part of a hurricane. So. Oh, that's good. It was uh, beautiful weather all the time. It was just like you would take a picture on the weekend and it would look like you were on some kind of like vacation. It's like, no, oh. this is just my weekend. Oh. <laughs> um, but anyway, well, thank you so much. I guess we uh, can end it there, but I hate to end it. I always have fun talking to you. We can keep going if there's more questions or if you <laughs> just want to I know tonight, chat, whatever. Somebody in the chat was like, F-bombs. You never said it, so we got to keep going. Like, No, I'm not going to say it now just because, no, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I built up the hype too much. <laughs> Fudge. Oh I can't. For some reason, I did not know that you started the exact same time as me on YouTube. Like, for some reason, I was thinking, like, you were way, way more experienced. Like, uh -uh. like what, that I can't was believe we just, we just Yeah, a year you. and a half, like 18 months. Yeah. Yeah. I got to look up when you were on the show because I think it was right around. It, we hadn't had too many shows yet. So probably, I'm going to guess May. Let's see. <laughs> Christina, ask a question while I'm. Um, yeah, we still got some questions. So okay. um, are you still doing only lined journals? No, they're boring. So I do more like low con low content now. Um, if you want to pursue lined journals, there's nothing wrong with it. When I'm doing my research for low content books, I see some lined journals that are ranked really well that are not mine. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a lot of money there. But I just... I, I want to enjoy what I upload and line journals. I've done way too many of them. May 7th, Kelly, May 7th, 2018. See? Okay. So I had my channel for just a couple weeks before coming onto your show. You were our third guest, third guest. Yeah. So we had had our channel three weeks and you would probably had yours three weeks. Wow. <laughs> wow. I had awesome. no idea in that show that, that you had just started three weeks ago. Like I'm thinking, cause the first three people, like I felt so insecure, like, oh my gosh, I'm interviewing these like famous people. <laughs> I, had I think no that idea. was like my second or third interview ever when I was on your show. Yeah. Cause I had like three or four interviews, like right around that time. Uh -huh. I yeah. forget what came first. Yeah. Well, it's pretty cool. I'm so excited we started exactly the same time. And so cool. we'll just see where we all are next year. It's yes. been a, a really fun year and a half. So we'll see. Yeah. I can't wait for Kelly's new over-the-shoulder thing to come out. That'll be awesome. <laughs> hint, hint, hint. I, I, I have the outline done. So hopefully this week. So we'll see. Okay. I, 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 I told for people. Your book. Q4, sometime in Q4. So no promises, <laughs> but <laughs> so.
So that's awesome. All right. Well, thank you all so much for watching this and being here. It's been a good chat. Yeah, and thank you. I yeah. love lives. I love chatting with you guys. So it's been fun. Oh, I know. Oh, somebody asked, will you have your video? Will you have your video, Kelly, tomorrow? Yes, 12 p.m. Eastern time. I do not know oh. the topic yet, but I will have it. Awesome. So everyone tune in, 12 p.m.? Yes. Eastern hopefully, time. I can Eastern. put all your links in the description, hopefully. Okay. I'm oh. sure I added them. If you guys don't see them, I'll uh, add them right after, but they should be there. Yeah, and Joe asked, do you manually upload to KDP or do you use any help with that? Nope, I manually do it. I'm against auto uploaders because I think Am Amazon has a track record of agreeing with something and then coming back and saying no. So yeah. just be careful. I, we, everything we're talking about today, like literally I was talking about all of this today. <laughs> I don't know how we're on like such the same wavelength. But we have the same thing where we have been very careful who we have on the show even because we're just so worried about anything automated. So we're the same way. I mean, even the semi-automated stuff, I'm just like, ah, I hope it's okay. Like, but I, um, as long as you have to like click through, like with Merch Wizard, you have to click through. Like nothing is just like, well, like you're in charge of everything. So I feel like that's okay. But if anything is doing it in the background, that's where it's like you draw the line. You're like, nope. Yeah, I'm all for saving time just like anyone else. But I, right now, I need my income from Amazon. So yes. Yes. yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's just frustrating because I'm like, why did they do that? But whatever, it's their rules. They don't like automation and it's not worth losing your account over. So just be very careful, guys. Yep. I know, like I said, I know two specific instances where Amazon's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. They're like, oh, no, that's not fine. So, yeah, just really be careful. depends on who you're talking to. And I mean, oh my gosh, there's been so many times where I've gotten conflicting information from Amazon. So, yep. You just always have to err on the side of caution. Yeah. Just had another question coming in. Um, someone wants to know if you've ever considered using OrbitKit. Nope. That's automation. Yeah. That's true. But I guess I did just talk like the opposite of what I meant. The reason I use OrbitKit is because all of those platforms, I feel like I would not care if my account got shut down on like uh public or whatever they are. I can't even remember the name like that. I'm not concerned, but I refuse to do automation with anything having to do with Amazon or Etsy or any of the like big platforms, smaller platforms. If they want to shut my account down, have fun. There's like 40 of them. Like go ahead. <laughs> so. but also Cause orbit kit is just such smaller platforms. I don't see the designs that I have doing very well. So yeah. I'd also, even though it's automated and you just, you just have to set it up. I'm like, no, I'll, I'll, I need to learn so many other things. So I'm like, no. Yeah. 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 For me, I, I'm like, it's worth it. Cause at first they charged $95 a month. And to me, I was like, no, that's not worth it. But then they came out with one that was $35 a month. And, um, that one, it's like, okay, all I have to do is make more than $35 from my designs, and then it makes it worth it. So to me, Arbicate's worth it um, just because it's smaller platforms. So if for some reason they change their mind and shut down an account, it's okay. But that's what you have to be willing. Like if you do these automated things, it's a chance that the platform's not going to like it. And Orbicate's been around long enough that it's like, 
I feel like it's a small, small chance, but still you have to be careful. You're, okay. you're taking your account into your own hands and I'll never promote something that automatically uploads. Well, I shouldn't say never, but as far as I believe, I will never promote anything that automatically uploads to Amazon or Etsy because those, it's just too much organic traffic, too big of a platform. You really don't want to mess with those in any way. So. Agreed. Yep. So, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Kelly. And thank you, guys. Yes. Yeah. yes. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. And Kelly, hopefully we'll see you sometime soon. Yes. Somewhere. I know. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.